now listening to The Nasty Table, the premier source for tabletop role-playing actual play. Now come on in, relax, and pull up a seat to The Nasty Table. body out in a staggerly park. Essentially the top half of a small torso. Moving this to a corner would be a feat of engineering. It's tough to tell not only how long ago the uh, the deceased deceased, but also its age. It's pretty easy to determine that this is a male. What's up? Who's squeaking? Got a homicide downtown bar down there. Mr. Newton. Bobby stood up, pushed Mark. Mark punched him and he just dropped like a sack of potatoes. I asked why a loser like him is drinking alone. Oh, wait, wait, wait. What uh, the? You're just being detained. I'm not having this conversation on the side of the street. So, <sighs> session two. It was a fast two weeks. My goodness. <sighs> Time flies when you're having fun. It really does, dude. Yeah. God, what were we doing again? <laughs> oh, man. 1084 <laughs> Calvary Club. 1084 <laughs> turns into a 1072. <laughs> 1072. <laughs> 10 1, 10 1. <laughs> oh my god. 21, 21. For, uh, for the listeners, he has a sheet of police 10 codes in front of him and he's having a whale of a time. Session 2 of LFVCU. What were we doing last session? Can I get a little recap from the table there? People died. Um... Actually, you know what? <laughs> we had a 1072. Let's, let's stop that we one had a 1072. Right <laughs> we had two 1072s. Two. That's a dead person. We, uh, first of all, I mean, you four were introduced to th- three new characters, you know, mm-hmm. and with experience in, in tabletop role playing, it's a, it's very weird when you're first introduced to a character. Because if you skip like 10 sessions in, you're like, oh, well, that's so and so. Like, I know that guy. But like, this, these are brand new characters to you. So I would like to see everybody else's impression of each character so starting with uh old nikki over here what uh um, no 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 what you quiet what do you three <laughs> what do you three uh what, who's who's uh who's detective jerry flores who is this guy well uh detective flores is is ray's partner that's true. <laughs> Yo, that is so true, bro. He's that race partner. is like now, so, like, actually true. He seems to to Ray a little kind of like wired in in a in a funny off kilter way. Mm. But uh, Ray is a good Southern boy, and a lot of people strike him that way. So he does, he kind of turns a blind eye to it. He thinks he's a good partner. Mm. Uh, Roy likes Jerry. Yeah, he's uh, well, not not even not even you know. Yeah. What Roy think? What does Alex think about Jerry oh, Flores? Okay, I think he's a uh, straight to the point kind of guy. Maybe at times a little uh, faster paced than uh, what my character is used to in Minnesota. Um, but yeah, straight to the point kind of dude. I think that uh, that Jerry's somebody that we need in a police force because if it's four guys, what, five a kiss guys. Ass? 
No, 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 no. If it's Don't fine, look at me like that. that. Jerry, a kiss ass? Is there anything I can do for you, Lieutenant? No, no, that's not what... No, that wasn't how it was. Oh that wasn't God. how it was. He was pissed because... Because they got the first look? He wanted to be... He wanted to fucking see what was going on down by the fucking river, man. He wanted to fucking know. That's Jerry knows... Jerry, Jerry knows shit goes down he's by the way, river. He's <laughs> That's where, that's he's, where he's, shit pops off. Every he's, night, send me to the river, boss. Jerry, send me to the river. Anything going on in the river tonight? <laughs> no, I mean, I mean... You're like, gonna I, send them to the river? I could do whatever, no, but like, Jerry, is there anything at the river right Jerry now? Jerry is the opposite of that. He don't even, like, he don't give a fuck about the lieutenant. He thinks he should be the fucking lieutenant. A hundred percent. A hundred percent. And he wants to be on every fucking case. Passionate about it. All right. That's sick. What about, uh, what about old Ray Hoyt there? Um, I think Ray is a, uh, pretty, pretty good hearty southern man, you know? He shot his TV last session <laughs> with a gun. Oh, yeah, that's right. No one saw that. No, no, a, Alex, saw that. Alex saw that. Oh, though. yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. true. That's right. Yeah, there's a little uh, Keep it real calm. suspense developing for you, Ray. Around everyone. Keep it real calm. Yeah. Real and uh, Alex is concerned about Ray's dog, you know. That's right. You know. So, yeah, that's that's my perspective that's on Ray so far. Yeah. Any other thoughts on uh, old little Raymond Hoyt there? Loose cannon cop. He doesn't play by the rules. He plays by his own rules. Sometimes you got to respect that. Oh, yeah. I really like uh, Ray so far. I think um, he comes off super respectful, but he's got he's got something behind him. You know what I mean? There's just something about him. You know, he he comes off so like like I said, calm, but he just really hates I, the Godfather. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is, but uh, but yeah. Yeah, I like him. I think he's a cool character so far. Didn't see a lot out of uh, Detective O'Connor last session. Not a lot of, not a lot of stuff. But he did. He, did, he bought a little gift for uh, for his partner there. His partner's uh, niece. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> I didn't buy it. <laughs> I thought it was very. It was fucking weird. My wife bought it. Yeah. Um, I want to got him a gift. <laughs> I like uh, Caleb. I I think that. Uh, there's some there's some social awkwardness going on in Caleb, I feel, and uh, maybe, maybe some like secondhand embarrassment. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I don't know. I still got to develop. I it. don't think that was intentional. I think that's just Finn. Oh, <laughs> damn! damn. <laughs> but, uh, got the, we got all got to uh-huh. get the jitters out. Yeah. And uh, and what about old uh, good boy Roy over there? <laughs> Sarge. Um, Roy to me comes off. Like, just the man on the job. Like, he's clearly the sergeant. You know what I mean? Um, he knows all the cops. Were you local? I forget. Um, yeah, I've been working in uh, the Linwood Falls uh, VCU for like uh, 10 It was actually just 10 years about a month ago. Okay. Yeah, that's what that party was for. Okay. I was remembering. So, yeah, there was a... Uh, I, I told I told you, Joe, but he had like a ten ten year mm-hmm. yeah. like party at his house, um, like about a month ago. So, yeah. good boss vibes. Good boss. Good boss. Vibes. Vibes. Cool, cool boss. Good boss vibes. Cool. That's what I'm getting from it. Um. So. Uh, so talk to me about these two cases. Um. 
fucking river monster incident, basically. And then suspicious basically. knockout <laughs> fucking death situation. So mm-hmm. they're both quite weird. We got two 1072s. We do have two 1072s. If I had a nickel <laughs> for every 1072 we had. Yeah, but what'd your 1072 start at? A, f- a 1084, which is a fight. True. Now, here's my issue with our situation with Ray and Jerry is like, it's weird to me that it's a 16 year old kid. I don't know. I just think that's weird. I think that's weird for a 16 year old kid again, like with the 30, unless the 30 year old was. See, there's see, something weirds going on. This is, uh, not, not to preview, but th- this is, I think, uh, as an interrogation, uh, we, we can press in a little bit to how uh, Mark Nicholson, the boy, got his drinks. How him and his group interacted with the bartender. Because things didn't seem all there with that situation. And as we know, the uh, establishment... But he does have a fake idea. The establishment That's- is always the enabler in the, in the drinking situations when things go out of hand. On the law side yeah, of no, things, you're right. correct? Yeah, you're right. Yeah. So there's a... An angle we, we already have to have, take about yeah. the bartender, and I mean, you weren't in the conversation, Jerry, but you heard when Ray was talking to the bartender, did, asking yeah. him about his financial troubles and you know yeah. why you have to serve drinks to people that aren't allowed to get yeah. drinks. There's a reason you're doing it, right? But does it have anything to do with the fight? It's well, one punch. That's not. Like, it's that's true, not but again, arguing from the law, if that wouldn't happened, the fight wouldn't have happened. You know. Those kids so wouldn't a, have been. Those kids few, wouldn't have been there. Yeah, they wouldn't. There's a few. Like one specific question I want to ask him is, where the fuck did his kids go? Or his kids? Oh yeah, the, we got to find out about his, his crew. Where'd all the other? Yeah, yeah where'd all the other kids go? Yeah, they weren't there. No. They weren't those Why was it just Mark? I mean, yeah, he threw the punch, but all of those. Yeah, I mean, they must have fled. They just right? dipped. Yeah, Dude, they dipped. That's that's fucked up. That's fucked up. Unless Mark was like, go, crazy. I got it. <laughs> or unless they were like, Don't yo, worry. Mark is like going haywire right now. We've got to like fuck this guy. We're no, no, something fishy. That's all I know right now. And, we got to uh, get to the bottom of it. So how about this corpse in the river? I think the, one of the only things that I, one of the only thoughts that I had when you were talking about how there was uh, a serrated cut around the arm that mm-hmm. looked. Um, the wrist. Or, oh, the wrist. I thought you were talking about the arm, like where it wasn't a finished cut. No, no, like oh. the uh, the the severance of the hand. Mm-hmm. There are serration marks around the wrist. Okay, serration marks. Um, was it like a clean cut, or is it kind of j- like serration? That's you know jagged. First thoughts would be saw, 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 river monster, <laughs> or it was ripped <laughs> off by a river monster. You, you'd have you'd have to use some sort of uh, microscope analysis to really take a look at these cuts, but. It definitely doesn't look like... Nothing that I've ever seen from, like, uh, fish or anything trying to eat a body? No, I wouldn't I wouldn't say so. Okay. And how long has that body been in there? We don't know. We don't know. Joe we mentioned never did 15 like a... weeks or something, what? but it could have been longer or shorter. No, I mean, well, that was just an example yeah, yeah, to, yeah. to try and... I think the consensus is we don't fucking know. Yeah, it's tough right. to tell. Yeah. Yeah, I tough. mean, advanced decomposition, you know it wasn't last night. You know it wasn't a week ago. You're looking somewhere longer than week and a half, yeah. two weeks. I feel yeah. it's pretty dead end right now because, you know, well, we don't have the technology as we do in 2023. But, um, yeah, I think that the, the next steps are just 
report it, get a coroner, see what else comes from it, you know? Do we have any missing persons? Well, that's definitely an avenue that you can explore. Yep. And then the last thing that I wanted to touch on is this: uh, these partners. Do you... I know that it especially came up last session because, uh, Roy, you don't really have anything in forensics where mm, no. um, Detective O'Connor's does. So do you guys make up for each other in these partners? Because, it, uh, you know, for people listening, last session when we... or the session prior to that when we actually made these characters, these partnerships were assigned at random. So... Is there skill sets that our other partners are lacking? Like our other set of partners here? Is there anything that you guys don't have covered? I can't ride a horse for shit. <laughs> You've got that down. I look at a body and I, mean, I might think what do you it's mean? alive. What still, I don't so. have? Like I don't have. We, we me and heavy uh, machinery. I don't have history. Me and Jerry really didn't get to explore. Yeah, we didn't roll, roll too options. Too much, so. But um, I think just to to say that, not to give away what all my skills mm-hmm. are, um, Ray is definitely more of a conversational. Not like hit rolls on conversation, yeah. but he tries to probe the conversation to, to get information out himself. Gotcha. All right. When we left off last session, uh, our partners, Ray and Jerry, were heading back to the station with a detainee in the back of their car. But instead, we're going to start with Detective O'Connor's and Sergeant McNeil. Uh, Sergeant McNeil, you were heading towards the, like the, the security hut. For, uh, for the park there to uh, to use the telephone. Making your way mm-hmm. up, you can see that there's lights that are kind of set up inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, the door is unlocked, and you can see another person wearing similar clothing to the game warden, but a little bit different, uh, sitting behind the counter. Looks like he's writing notes or something. Yeah, walk up to him. Excuse me, how you doing? I'm uh, Sergeant McNeil over at uh, Linwood Falls uh, Police Department. Mm. Um, I'm sure you're aware of what your coworker has reported to us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. John told me. Um, I, you know, wanted to stay here to, you know, monitor anything else that was going on. So, okay, gotcha. Did you see the body by any chance? No, I did. I did not. Okay. Well, uh, you got a phone? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Any kind of points over to the rotary phone that's there, and uh, what call do you place? I want to dial nine one one. I'm just playing. I want to call my. Uh, <laughs> There's a body. There's a body! <laughs> <laughs> uh, He's dead. <laughs> Lieutenant, where did I? No, I Time seven, 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 seven. I do. I want to call uh, the lieutenant. Mm-hmm. No, I do want to call the station. Yes, Lieutenant Longo. Okay. Uh, and it rings once. And picks up Lieutenant Longo. <laughs> um. Uh. Hey, Lieutenant. Uh, it's uh, Sar- it's Sergeant McNeil. Just wanted to uh, give you an update on the ten seventy two. Sorry, like saying that. 1072. All right. There's been an update on the 1072. Um, d- don't need to give you as many details as, uh, as I will when, when I'm in the office, but um, yeah, would you mind sending over a coroner? Yeah, what state's the body in? Uh, several limbs are missing. Um, we noticed that there was a, uh, an obvious uh, cut, perhaps from a potential perpetrator on the wrist. Um, the hand, I should mention, is missing. And as you're, like, talking into the phone, you see the guy behind the counter just, like, all the color leaves <laughs> oh, his face. God. I turn and look at him, and I'm just like, yep, and, uh, well, it's <laughs> about it, I, I would say. Um, so, uh, how bad's the, the water damage to the corpse? It's pretty bad. It must have sat here. Uh, O'Connor's 
didn't get, didn't give me an exact time, but it's it's been a while since it sat in this water. All right. Um, should I uh, should I tell the coroner that he should expect a field autopsy instead of bringing it back to the morgue? Uh, please, if you could. Okay. All right. I'll send uh, I'll send him over right away. Sounds good. Thanks. Over and out. All right. Click. Gotcha. Um, I turned to the guy uh, that I mm-hmm. just horrified, and I uh, so I just want to let you know. Um, next time you go walking down by the river and do your routinely checks, make sure you go with a buddy or your other coworker. Lock this place up, leave it tight, but uh, just to stay safe, it's uh, probably best that way. And he nods. All right. Uh, cool. That's it. Walk out. I uh, go over and back to O'Connor. Mm-hmm. Um, while he was doing this, um, is there any rocks by around here? Oh yeah, I can see. Yeah. Um, what I want to do is, without with my best ability to not get hypothermia, mm-hmm. I want to try to make like almost like a dam where like the water can still get through, sort of. It's, uh, my collection. It's stuff. a tall ask, but you could you could do that, or you can you know get a net from somewhere like they probably have one at the station or something like that like like a trawling type of net oh or you could set up a dam like that it's your call good try yeah yeah sure you know takes you uh, a little bit of time moving these pretty larger rocks like i said this is a creek that you could probably jump across Mm -hmm. um but you're probably about maybe like halfway done when uh sergeant comes over are you in the water Almost kind of straddling it, trying okay. to. Yeah. I don't want to get my boots in the water, but it, it, it happens. It's going to happen when I'm doing this. And as I'm doing it, I mean, I'm going to step in the water anyway. Kind of feeling my feet around, to be honest. It's cold. Yeah. See if anything comes up. Mm-hmm. Can I maybe search it? If I remember last session, we did oh, we have did a search, search set. Okay. Um, but that was in the surrounding area. I'll allow you to search for like in the like the creek bed. Okay. Go ahead. It's an 89 on a... It's not going to hit, but a 40. Mm, nothing. Not even, like, trash. Would I to change my stuff if I missed on anything? Yes. Uh, when I walk up to John, um, John Rivera, mm-hmm. uh, what's, what's he doing while he's setting this dam up? Trying to stay warm. Okay, I gotcha. Um, I'll walk up to him and I'll say... John, if you, uh, how about you go in there? Um, what's your coworker's name, by the way? Him? Oh, that's Max. Oh, okay, <clears throat> Max. His name is Max. Max, all right. Uh, John, why don't you go back over with Max? You you can keep warm and just stay in there. If we have any questions, we'll, we'll come over to you. All right, if I can, uh, if I can be any more help, just, you know, give me a holler. Thanks very much, John. Gives you a nod and walks away. He saw me kind of building this dam, correct? Yeah, and he didn't help. Okay, no, I understand he didn't help, but he acknowledges that it's there. So if he's doing another river check, maybe he'll maybe he'll look in it. Okay. okay. Oh, and actually, as he's walking away, I'll turn uh, and I'll say, "Hey, John." Mm. I point over to O'Connor, just feet in freezing on January second, <laughs> just freezing water, and I say, "Are you are you okay if if he's doing this right now?" Yeah, yeah, no, that's fine. You know, I, I can keep this area kind of closed up too if you want. Um, yeah, if you could, I'd appreciate it. But uh, no worries, you can you can wait till we leave. We have an officer on patrol right now, so. Okay. All right. Thank you. And I and I walk over to O'Connor and I'm like, 
What's going on over here? You... You got me thinking. Anything coming out of that lake? Maybe there's more. Maybe there's more coming downstream. I also thought... Maybe we search areas where I came from. First area that I could think of is the old cemetery. Up the creek. Maybe we head that way on our way back. Sure, I like it. I'm down for it. See if they saw anything. Sounds good. Okay. You guys are waiting for the coroner to come? Yes. Yeah. And uh, jumping back over to our uh, our other set of detectives, uh, you guys making your way to the police station uh, comes up in the distance. Pull in, and Mark is still in the back seat. I uh, get out of the car, open up the back act back door, mm. take him out. Yeah, start walking in. Okay, in the station, walking in. Uh, so the officer kind of at the reception desk kind of looks up and says. Booking? Uh, we want to ask him a few questions first. And he nods and kind of like motions over to the uh, interrogation rooms. Come on in. Kind of walk him over. These interrogation rooms are set up pretty much like your classic interrogation room. Two way or one way mirror, um, intercom, uh, cold metal table with like the, the little loop to put the. Uh, Handcuffs through two chairs. I uh, put him in the, you know, handcuff, mm-hmm. handcuff loop and everything. And, mm-hmm. uh, and he's kind of quiet the whole time. Uh, Jerry, can you go get a, this fella a couple cups of water or something? Gotta sober him up. Mm-hmm. I go. <clears throat> Just you and Mark in this room. You ever had any trouble with the law before son he looks up and he goes no no how about those friends of yours they ever get any any trouble uh I think Danny got in trouble once but it wasn't anything serious what was he doing uh graffiti I think graffiti what was he writing you remember no this was a couple years ago what, on a school or something? Uh, something like that. Alright, well, he'll be back in here with your drinks. Sooner or later. Then we're gonna have you sober up a little bit. We'll come in and ask some questions in a couple minutes. Okay. You sit tight. Okay. You walk out? Yeah, and then I'm gonna make my way to wherever you're at just say bring him in there keep him cozy shut the door we'll leave him in there a couple hours do we have like like he's going to the the body's going to the morgue yeah so the body's on the way to the morgue you'd probably want to check in with the lieutenant um and then you know get in contact with the coroner who I say do we have like any information there's multiple coroners so it's not like they're they're busy yeah I mean you know where the morgue is by now, maybe... Do they know how he died by now, basically? You are not sure. You would have to check. Okay. Which would be just placing a phone call to the morgue. I'd like to do that. All right. So, <laughs> he said, he said, get a couple of cups of water. So, I imagine you're just walking around with, like, three cups no, of water. No, I went to call first. You went to call first? Yeah. So, you uh, <laughs> walk up to the rotary phone, place a call. Um, and, you know, for the sake of brevity, you get the... Uh, the information that the coroner is actually working on the body now. Okay. 
Um, I get the water and I bring it back then. Are you coming with me? Oh, no. I'll... Okay, all right. Yeah. I want to just go in there with water. Mm-hmm. I'll sit down with him. You're oh, going you... to talk to him? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. When I, want to? when I passed you in the hallway, I said, um, go bring him some water and then... Like okay, I'm sitting yeah, there yeah. for a while. To I'm gonna bring sober two, up a little bit. I'm gonna give him two cups. Place it down. Okay. Say nothing. I walk out. Okay. Yeah. And I'm gonna go back up to you. You're like you guys are looking through the glass, and he's like, his hands are kind of still bound, but he like tries to, yeah, cock his hand and reach for the, the glass that like they can't see us. And like yeah, and he like leans down to try and get the water, and his hands are still bound. Right. He drinks it. I'm gonna like take out a smoke. Hand you one. Thank you kindly. Light you up. Take a big rag. How do you think we tell him? Well, I think first and first things first, gonna have to talk to the lieutenant about this one. Whole different ball game dealing with a minor. Yeah, definitely. Do we have can I uh do we have a computer or anything around? At this point? Well, you have a computer that is basically set up to, you know, the uh, FBI database for missing persons okay, and yeah, stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. It's, right. you know, think of, like, the oldest computer. But I couldn't figure out his family or anything like that. No. All right. But we would have, like, say, records, yeah, do I have on, records on people on that live fa- in the town. His yes. Name? Okay. Yeah. You would. Uh, that, can, but like, that's just that's on physical site? records. Yeah, or, like, you, in the police station, not, yes. like, in you would have to. You would have to go through filing cabinets. Okay. Would that take a really long time? Not a really long time, because you're probably, How long good, we probably good at it. 10, 15 okay, minutes. Okay, yeah. I wanna, can I look through some files? Yeah. 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 I want to figure out who the parents are, pretty yeah, much, yeah. and then just... Find out, do you, when you, while you're looking for that, see if you can find out what school this boy went to. Yeah, all right. And let me know. I'm going to run some background checks on any of these nefarious kids that may be his age. All right. Okay. So you start going through the records. <clears throat> um... A lot of Nicholsons in uh, Linwood Falls, uh, but there's only a um, couple of Mark Nicholsons. There's actually two, and they are related. Uh, one is older, one is younger. Uh, the Mark Nicholson that you believe to be your suspect here, uh, he is 16 years old. His father is Mark Nicholson Sr. His mother is Jolene Nicholson, and he goes to um, Linwood Falls High School. There's two high schools in Linwood Falls. One is public, one is private. And this is the public one. The private one is St. Bernard's. All right, I want to go find Ray and give him that information Mm -hmm. and see what he's up to. Of course, it's a public school guy. (laughs) Said he's 16, right? He's about a sophomore or junior. Well... Alright, I'll go run some background checks, see if we got any any trouble going around that age, any risky business going down, legal drinking, smoking, partying, stuff like that. I'll call Glenn. I call him Glenn when I'm not talking to him. (laughs) (laughs) I like it. I like it. That's sick. Yeah, get a hold of Glenn whenever he... uh, Oh, Ray does too. (laughs) Full partnership. We all call him Glenn when we're not talking to him. Get a hold of Glenn. Whenever uh, he wants to talk to you, let me know. I'll talk to him, too. Oh, uh, yeah. I want to ring that phone. Well, I mean, you're in the building that he's in. Oh. Yeah. And it's then I go, the and I want to go as he's doing this, uh, 
try and search for um, like red flags uh, in, in that like age high, group. Yeah, like high like like high school males. Like any recent activity. in the last year, two years, like school year, right? So like half the year. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Easy enough to get cracking on that. Mm-hmm. You're making your way towards Glenn's Glenn. office. Make the <clears throat> uh, so like I said uh, last session, uh, the violent crimes unit is basically like the basement of the police department so you make your way down those steps into the uh the office there ceiling fan is still going determined and um the lieutenant's door is open and he kind of sees you walk in looks at you progress well lieutenant yeah but um it's a minor minor progress no suspect's a minor oh. 16 years old fuck at a bar with a fake Gonna fight. Presumably, accidentally killed somebody. Victim, Bobby Tillman. Dead. He's at the corner now. Okay. I gotta. I gotta get in contact with the DA and uh, see if he wants to try him as an adult then. What does the kid seem like? I mean. He's nervous, you know. He doesn't seem like a kid that would do anything like this. Yeah, it doesn't seem like he meant to do it. Seems like an accident. It does, but you never know. All right, keep working on it. Talk to him. You contact his parents yet? Did not, but I do. I do have the name, so. All right. See if you can give him a phone call. They can come down to the station. You guys want to interview him now? Yeah, we're letting him sober up. He was at the bar, so give him him a little bit of time. Give him a little bit of time. All right. Here's what I would say. I'd say wait for the coroner report, then call the parents, then talk to him. All right. Copy. Okay. And he reaches for his phone, presumably to call the district attorney. I don't want to call the coroner because I just called them, but that's what he said to get a hold of first. Um... I was searching for... Yes, those records. Um, You know, it's a lot of general stuff. Busts for possession of marijuana. Busts for underage drinking. Busts for, you know, um, uh, like breaking curfew and stuff like that. Nothing crazy. No, like, gang activity or anything like that. that. The youth, over the last eight months, 99% of those books are for partying stuff. And a lot of them get off after spending the night in the uh, in the cell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Obviously, this case is an outlier. Yeah. How far is the coroner? It's on the other side of town. Far as fuck. I mean, with traffic, you know. Okay. Um, how f- I would assume I got their names. I have their addresses. Parents. Yes. How close? Uh, a couple blocks away, because he said he walked to the bar. So that, okay, I'm that, gonna that, go that, that to sense. Ray. I imagine I just walk up to you, like going through records. I'm gonna go talk to the parents, and then I guess by the time I get back, we can talk to them. You gonna go to their house and get them? The parents? Yeah. Knock on that door. If that's what you want to do. You take your car. I ain't going with you. I'm gonna go in my car. I'll be so back. Say. It'll be quick. I ain't finding too much. I'm gonna take much. it easy on them. I'm gonna let. Them, I'm not gonna. I'm gonna tell them basically he's in the drunk tank. 
All right. It's not a bad idea. I'm not but, finding too much in these files on any high school kids. Yeah, we're going to have to talk to them. Something about, something about this bar ain't feel right. Go ahead. Get the parents. Right. I'll be here. Okay. So, Detective Flores, you make your way back to your car to drive to uh, the presumable parents of Mark Nicholson. Uh, you're still, you know, on the ass end of going through the uh, the records there, right? Yeah. Um, we'll jump back to uh, Sergeant McNeil and uh, Detective O'Connor. Uh, you guys are waiting for the uh, coroner to show up, and eventually he does. Um, you've interacted with several different coroners in Linwood Falls. Um, this one walks up, um, and we'll say for uh, for the sake of brevity, he goes through, looks over the body, um, spends a little bit of time, and he looks up at you guys and says, I, uh... I don't think we can move this body. Why is that? The decomposition here and the uh, damage from it being in the water, uh, it's not going to be intact when I bring it back to uh, to the morgue here. Is there anything you can find out by looking at it here? Yeah, I can, uh, I can cut it up here if you want. I think that's what we got to do. Okay, all right, just give me a little bit of time, all right? All right, uh, and your name? My name? Do I know this guy? <laughs> What's his wife's name? <laughs> Phone number? <laughs> See, it's his mistress's name. <laughs> What's crazy is every single time that we play this tabletop stuff, I always have a little list of names right here. <laughs> and I know you guys have seen it where it's like that yellow paper that hangs there and it's just a list of random names. So I can just look up and be like, oh, that's fucking Davy Jones. Davy Jones? Yeah, you've interacted with this corner before. His name's David. David, okay. David Jones. David? <laughs> that's, that's amazing. Come on. Um, uh, he's he's yeah. he's relatively new to being, you know, coroner slash medical okay. examiner, but... Seen him a couple times, maybe? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Strictly uh, in a professional sense. Yeah. Do I trust his ability to handle this right now, or as a sergeant, could I just be like, no, get the other guy to do this? No, no, you trust him. Okay. He's not going to do a hack job. Okay. Uh, but he begins the field autopsy. So you guys watch as he makes that zipper cut down the chest, exposing the chest cavity, opens it up, and he's got all his tools there, you know, the forceps to keep it open and stuff like that. But before he goes into that, you know, he looks over the body and the different cuts and stuff like that. He's got a little, um, like, microscope that he brought as well. Um just because you made it clear to the lieutenant that it's probably going to have to be a field autopsy. You could have guessed that this body probably wasn't going to be able to move. Uh, but he goes through, and he's also writing notes pretty meticulously as he goes through uh, the uh, the motions. But uh, watching an autopsy, I would request that the two of you please roll sanity for me. All right. No. Sixty-one on a fifty-nine. Seventeen on a fifty-nine. McNeil, you're gonna lose one point of sanity. O'Connor, you're good. All right. Probably about thirty, forty-five minutes pass, and the smell is starting to really start to make itself mm. known. Oh, it's a horrible smell. Uh, I, 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 
imagine dead fish that's been sitting on a dock for like days. Have I ever walked into a scene like this and smelled something similar? I would say, uh, especially because Linwood Falls is it's Linwood Falls. There's a lot of moving water in here. Bodies pulled out of rivers, lakes, creeks, even the ocean. They have this particular smell about them, especially on the inside. Um, so yeah, most deaths where the corpse has been in water for a particular amount of time definitely has a, a particular, particularly pungent smell about it. Um, but he proceeds with the autopsy, and uh, probably about an hour goes by, uh, and he uh, looks like he's finished and looks up at you guys. All right, so a couple of things. First of all, he's young. I would put the age somewhere between 7 to 12 years old. 7 to 12? Yeah. Which is striking to you two because if you were to look at this torso, it looks like a teenager, right? But the rate of decomposition and the swelling of the body, it's situations like this, the corpses tend to look older than they actually are. He's a kid. Uh, serration marks around the lower neck, the wrist, even the bottom of the torso, indicative of saw marks. He was cut up, not by the rocks. I would be wagering to guess, and I know that this is more your area of expertise, but there's more pieces out in this creek somewhere. Cause of death, I mean... His lungs aren't filled with liquid, so he was obviously dead before he went in the water. It's not drowning. Uh, I mean, at this point, it's tough to give you a cause of death. Blood loss, hemorrhaging. I mean, I'd need to look at the rest of the body to really piece it together, but... uh, Also, he's been out here for probably about three or four weeks. There's a couple cuts on the corpse itself, so I imagine this isn't the first time he got caught on something coming down this creek and he looks you know worried I mean obviously this is a fucked up situation but he looks you know visibly distressed is there a distinction between how long he has been dead and how long he has been in the water well I would assume that that three to four week mark was how long he's been in the water to be able to tell past that it would be a little tough but maybe three or four days before he was dumped. David, you ever deal with something like this before? Yes and no. Uh, it's the uh, first time I've seen a kid dumped like this. Is there any discernible cut marks that could match a certain blade, a certain saw? Yeah, so I'd be willing to say just based on me looking at these marks, even with the decomposition. It's a saw of some sort, and I would lean more towards it probably being an electric saw. The teeth aren't super, super fine. Maybe a wood cutting blade, something like that. Do we have a camera with us? Polaroid, yeah. Would you be able to take pictures of these marks for us? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You hand him the camera and he starts going around the body taking pictures. And what was it? it the body kind of sat for three or four days before it was thrown in the water? Was that, if he was guessing. If he was guessing. Yeah. Okay. It wouldn't have sat more than that. Yeah. Gotcha. But yeah, he does. it could have just been dumped right away. 
Cool. I'm assuming. Yeah, that's that's the insinuation. That if the body wasn't dumped right away, it wasn't held for more than three or four days. Mm-hmm. Um, when I head back, I'll uh, I'll write up a full report for you. See the body bag with him. Do for the audio listeners, I'm shaking my head. <laughs> do we? You do, but it's... And this situation is kind of weird, where you guys are kind of standing around waiting, because you get the feeling that he doesn't know whether or not he should take this back, what to do with it, where to keep it. It's probably at your guys' discretion, if you guys want to take it and put it on ice in the morgue, or... David, uh, you'll be taking this body, I assume. If you think it'll help in the future. There's a presumable family out there that I believe should make this decision over us. Shouldn't Um, leave it here. I'm not going to leave it here. I just want to make sure it's clear that the second I put this in the body bag, put it in my truck, it's going to turn to soup. I trust your suit better than ours, David. Dude, what the <laughs> <laughs> Um, as, like, is there any, um, experience that Roy has that would be able to better discern, like, the best, uh, route for this body? Course of action, I should say. I mean, this is a new one for, for Roy. Mm-hmm. I would definitely say. Okay. With no easy way to identify this body. Unless there is a single missing child in Linwood or something like that. The body doesn't really help you much in this investigation. The pictures do, absolutely. Um, but it's tough. It's, I mean, it's your call. Mm-hmm. Do we get a... I mean, I know you said the body was like kind of green. Was he able to get any type of race on this kid? Uh, do you ask him that? Yeah. Caucasian. Okay. I, th- I think it's best... If we try to keep this body in some kind of shape. What I think that this, I mean, besides a family, maybe being able to put something to rest, what I think that this has any use to us after this? Depending on the state of the body, once it is put on ice in the morgue, maybe if there's other pieces of the body to be able to, like, match them up or something like that, maybe that's a long shot because this, mm. this body's not going to be in good shape. Do you want to give him a hand? Yeah. Turn to David. Are you going to the morgue? Yeah. I got to write this report. You mind if uh, you just give the morgue a call and ask to send over another guy to bring a, a you know some kind of portable package? Oh, I got it. I got one in my, in my car. Oh, great. In the truck. Okay. Going to put it on you then, David. We could bring some ice for you. Make this as easy as possible. Any requests? Nah, sorry, just my job. And he starts walking back to his truck. I know you said that it was like eight, nine minutes probably for me to go get the, um, or for him to go to any type of civilization. Well, to the parking lot. Would I be able to find this location pretty easily if I came back here or should I like mark it? No, you know it. Okay. Yeah, you know it. 
because it's off the main trail and then there's like a the first side trail and it's only a couple i'm assuming we know this town pretty well is is there like people here usually like around in the, the daytime yeah 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 maybe like you know a couple people yeah, walking okay. around weekends obviously more yeah. okay cool and david comes back with the requisitioned body bag places it down grabs the top half and gives a sad sad look to you Roy motions towards the bottom half Roy gulps <laughs> and he walks towards I'm gonna step in and give him a hand with his heart. you're gonna give him a hand I do David and David's in his head is like fuck this guy man <laughs> I, uh, as you, like, take a step up, I take a step back, and I'm like, oh. Yeah, I'll do it. You'll do it? Yeah. Okay. Place your hands on the cold, mushy... Put gloves. Yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. David's wearing gloves, too. Okay. We're not raw-dogging this shit. <laughs> yeah, I hope so. <laughs> Put your hands... I mean, you can still feel it. Cold, squishy, and the motion is very, very quick. It has to be very, very quick of... Up, over, down. But in those split seconds, you feel your hands press in way farther than they should. Maybe you pierced skin, you're not sure, but just the movement of being able to manipulate the flesh while the bones still stay in place, it is discomforting, to say the least. And I'm being graphic on purpose because this is, this is sanity here. So please roll sanity for me. 92 on a 58, 59. 92 you're, on a 59. You're, ooh, I actually get to roll a real die. <laughs> Are we going to make the corner lose sanity, too? <laughs> nah. Mm. He's good. You're going to lose two points of sanity. Let's fucking go. You still wish you were on this call now? <laughs> No, I like mine. <laughs> Plus combined five. Yeah. It's a rough case. Yeah. It's a rough case. Yeah. yeah. And I mean, even you guys with the experience that you have, you know, this one is uh, not only is it shitty now, not a lot of leads. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of disheartening too. Yeah. I don't disagree with any of the sanity rolls. With a sweet sound of a zipper zipping. It's closed up and David makes his way towards the head of the body bag. And then still locking eyes with you towards the feet. I'm going to turn to Roy. Look at the other corner of the bag, at least. Alex talking here. I just, I witnessed you when we see the body. Just kneel down and just, just hands on the corpse. All right. Roy, though, was like, all right, fine. <laughs> Walks over. And, uh... For the sake of not beating a dead horse, the walk back to the coroner's truck is... It is horrible. Carrying a... Imagine... Let's see how fucked up I can get. Let's see how fucking horrible I can get. Give me a second. Let me let this one still. Imagine carrying... You know those... Those, like, tarp Ikea bags? Mm -hmm. Imagine carrying one of those with a buddy. And it's full of meat. That is slowly turning into water. Waterbed. The first, mm. the first couple of steps are good and it's fine, and just slowly you can tell that you are fucking ecstatic 
that this body bag is opaque because if you could see into this, it would be horrible. The body's getting mangled. The body's getting ripped to shreds just through pure kinetic energy and gravity, but eventually you get it into the coroner's truck. Does it make any sounds? Like... <laughs> roll, roll luck for me, Jerry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm not even here. Roll, roll luck. This is bullshit. Roll luck for Joe to make this sound. <laughs> oh, I can't make this up. What is it? A 51. <laughs> On a 50. Luckily enough, there are no sounds. Mostly because of the crunching of... I gotta go down now? Wait. No. No, 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 you, unless you want to re-roll it. Oh. Do you want to re-roll for sound? <laughs> wait, he was, he lost? Oh, wait, if he was lucky, you would have given him a sound. Yes. <laughs> um, but eventually you get the, uh, the body bag into the coroner's truck. Closes up the back doors and looks at you guys. So I'll put this on ice. I'll take it back, look at it. I'll give you a report on how it held up on the walk and the eventual drive to the morgue. I'll write up a report and send it over to just what I found here tonight. Sounds good. You're a good man, David. Appreciate it. And he nods, gets in his truck. Uh, the officer who was reported on the scene, uh, Officer Gaines, uh, is still there, and he kind of wa- watches you guys walk out with the bag, walks up to you guys. Uh, Gaines, all right, scene's clear. How about we get you to just do one more, uh, just scope throughout the entire park mm-hmm. as much as you can. Um, what time is it? At this point, it's probably nearing 11.30, 11.45. Okay, so we got plenty of time. Like, he has plenty of time to check this park out. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, Gaines, why don't we just have you just do one scope throughout the whole park? Call for backup? Um, yeah, get one guy over here. Okay. One extra. And, uh, you want me to do anything with the, uh, the witness? Um. Yeah, how about you go over to them, tell them they're free to go about whatever they want to do. If they just want to close the park and leave, you got to stay, but they can do whatever they want. Okay. All right, sounds good, Sarge. Walk away. Okay, and he walks down the trail. We didn't leave anything, no mess, really, at the scene? No, no, not for the most part. Okay. Um, Just that tarp that was originally Officer Gaines and the uh, the construction light that was there. Okay, yeah, so we assume he's going to pick that up. All yeah, yeah. yeah. How's my dam? Did you finish it while waiting for the... Uh, I think so. Waiting for the uh, the corner? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So that's kind of set up in a way that would collect any larger debris. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, get in the car. Or are you getting in the car? Right. Get in the car, start her up, and... Uh, uh, LFVCU, this is a... Uh, Sergeant McNeil, uh, 1072 confirmed, headed back to station, over. And you get a confirmation back from dispatch. Cool. Drive back. Mm -hmm. So, as that event unfolds, Detective Flores, you are making your way towards the residence of A1 Mark Nicholson Sr. Uh, Time's it? At this point, it's probably around 11. Um, making your way over there uh, through the streets um, come up to a set of like uh, like row homes almost but more like packed a little bit closer together um, mm-hmm. but you make your way to the address that you believe to be uh, their residence try to make this quick and walk up 
Couple knocks on the door. Does it look like... Are there lights on and stuff? No. Okay. Couple knocks on the door. Okay. A few moments pass. Nothing. Couple more knocks. Another few moments. Is there a doorbell? Yep. Hit it. Dang it. How, how, how quickly are you waiting? Or, like... Is Not Jerry, too bad. Is Jerry Not the type of dude to just, like, knock, 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 knock? The doorbell seems to get attention. You hear some shuffling from beyond the door. Okay. Uh, the door opens. It's an older-ish looking guy, maybe like mid-40s, uh, wearing uh, like a wife beater, tidy whities bathrobe. <laughs> King. Um, Mark Nicholson? What? Your son, Mark Nicholson? Yes. All right. My name's Detective Jerry Flores. Just oh, want to let you know. He, he like he kind of like relaxes. <laughs> Listen, I'm just here to let you know that we had to take your son in tonight. Uh, he got in a fight at a bar. Mark's in his room. Can you bring him down here, please? And he walks back. A couple minutes pass, and he comes back. Fully dressed with Mark. <laughs> no, nobody. Is, no. And he says, "He's at the station." Yeah. Did you, take, did you take me to him. What happened? Can't take you to him. He's gonna have to spend the, uh, spend the night. Well, I, I at least got to talk to him. Let me talk to him. Is there like a payphone or something I can use to let him call? Can he call from the house? He could. Okay. Um. Is that something cop would do? Take him back? Uh, probably. It's a minor, so this is a different, yeah, different right. game. Um. All right, I can escort him back. So he's like, he goes back to grab his keys and he comes back. Yeah. This wasn't an ordinary fight. Um, this is what we like to call a fight gone wrong. Um, is he hurt? He's not, but he hurt somebody very bad. Still waiting on the news. I don't. I don't know how bad that is, but is he in trouble? Could be. God. Fuck. Okay. All right. Get in my car. Start going. Mm-hmm. And he's following behind you. Mm-hmm. And so you're finished, uh, Ray. Going through those records. Is there anything else that you wanted to do? Um. Yeah. When I'm finished, I. Uh... I sh- when I'm going back to my desk, whatever, or go to get another cup of coffee and wait for him to get back, I want to swing by the l- lieutenant's office. Mm-hmm. Just kind of, uh, is his door open? Yes. Okay. Just kind of swing by. Lieutenant, good evening. How are you? I am... Been better, huh? Yes, I've been better. <laughs> and he's kind of, he does look frazzled. <clears throat> so you're working that case with Flores, right? Yeah, it looks pretty rough. Yeah, I just got off the phone with the DA. Um, I don't know yet whether or not they want to try him as an adult. But it is looking like they're not. It's early in the year. They're not trying to make big cases. So I might get shipped off to juvie or something. Well, prosecutor. He can do whatever he wants, but I'm a detective. I'm going to figure this thing out. You think there's more to it than just a fight? To be frank, sir. Hell yeah. (laughs) 
fireworks go off behind you and a bald eagle flies overhead. <laughs> You're goddamn yeah. right. You're goddamn right. Well, what's not adding up? I mean, for starters, how those kids getting drinks at the bar anyways? I think we got to look into this bar a little bit. I go down there a lot. I thought Newton was an honest guy, but everyone's hiding something. Well, I mean, honest guy's still got to make a buck every once in a while. Ain't that the truth? You think he's uh, nefarious in this uh, underage drinking? I ain't going to peg anything on him, but I'm thinking we should send someone down there. Maybe someone someone new, some, someone a little green in the ears, a little undercover action. Sit around there in the day, in the evening. See if we got any characters walking in there. All right, I can get a I can get a younger guy from uh, investigation to go down there. I like that. It's a good start. It's gonna take a little digging though. All right, I'll send him over. Uh, I'll send him over tomorrow, probably around like three, two o'clock. Have him stay until probably around five, and then he can give you a report when we come in for your shift tomorrow. Sounds good to me. I'll probably swing by there, do a little peruse and investigate myself after my shift. Hey, man. Whatever you want to do off the clock is your business, but you have no obligation to do that. And you don't have to tell me what I do with my off time. That's fair. That's fair. All right, keep am me I, updated. Am I able to radio to uh, my partner? Like, while I'm driving? Hmm. You probably have a radio in the car that just yeah, is going a, on in the office, right? Yeah, it, well, it would be connecting to dispatch. So, like, there's, uh, like, the dispatcher. Uh, you actually know her. Her name is Colleen. 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 Um, yeah, so you, you would talk to um, to dispatch about that and, like, hey, can you connect me? Can you get a hold of... Yeah, I'm doing that real quick. Yeah, so it's easy enough to get a, mm-hmm. get a hold of um, Detective Hoyt. Um, and you kind of someone comes down and says that the radio is for you and there's a couple radios that are spread around so she can just switch the channels and send send you over to that so you got a direct line to uh to detective hoyt right now all right hoyt uh i am currently escorting mark's father mark senior uh back to the office in order to let him communicate with his his son he wants to talk to him um well before i get back are you able to Run a couple records on our victim, Bobby Tillman. Figure out what's what's up with him. Anything? Sure thing. How many minutes out are you? Five, ten? I'm like five. I'll see what I can do. Copy. All right, so I go over to the filing cabinet and look for Bobby Tillman. Okay. And you start that little investigation? Yes. <laughs> no, no, I said... I, I, that, that was a statement. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm writing some notes. few minutes pass, five minutes pass. Bobby Tillman is a uh, easy file to find um, and very, very almost I don't want to say sad, but no kids. Parents are dead. Best you can guess, lives alone. No history with the law. Default man six. Okay. That's weird. Can I get his address? His address is 1620 Walnut Street. Okay. I'm going to question this boy. So as <laughs> as You're back. you I'm back. you walk into uh you kind of pull into the to the parking lot and kind of like 
roll down your window and point to where uh, Mark Sr. should park. And uh, he parks. He's, like, waiting for you as you get out of your car. Yeah, so he can't come into the interrogation room, right? Or is it like that at this point because he's a minor? It's like, weird. Is, it, how involved I mean, is his dad going to so, be in this? Because like, I don't know. I'm like, I don't know how in, that shit works. Basically, <clears throat> I feel like at this point in history, like, there's protocols for this, but it's really however you want to play it. Whatever you want to do is, you know, you're part of the violent crimes unit. You can kind yeah. of do whatever you want. All right, I want to. I want to. I want to let. I want to let his dad in. Okay. All right. You make your way in, and he like has to check in, and like so he's mm-hmm. doing the check in stuff. The lieutenant actually comes up. Detective Hoyt, you finish your record searching. You kind of make your way back to that main area, and uh, the lieutenant looks at both of you while Mark Senior is like checking in and says, "Can I speak to you too?" Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And he walks down the steps into the violent crimes unit. Uh, report from the coroner. And he, he's holding like a manila folder in his hand. Your Vic died from a heart attack. He had a pulmonary disorder. And he, whoever is closer hands the uh, the paper off. Hmm. Just got a little too riled up in a fight. Couldn't take it. He only took one punch. I don't feel you right have about. a heart attack after getting knocked out. What, did they say anything about that, Lieutenant? Is there no head damage at all? Well, the report's right in front of you. Do you These read through the report? <laughs> so, basically what the report says, the gist of the report is that this guy had lung pulmonary issues, um, and he basically died of essentially what they... Re- they're, they're calling cardiac arrest. Not only that, but the coroner's report states that pulmonary disease was so advanced to the point that he only had a couple months to live. Hmm. The exact notes is black lungs like tar. Hmm. The coroner run a toxicology report. They're doing it now. It's going to take a little bit longer, but... I want those reports when they're done with. Okay. Do we walk away from the lieutenant? Do you choose to? I would like to. Okay. With Ray. Do you keep the report? Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's been, how, what time is it now? Like 11.30? Yeah, 11.30. Ready to talk to this kid? Yeah, I think so. All right, he's, he's a minor. We, we got to have dad in while this happens. But that's just another brain we can pick. You know what I mean? Alright. So whatever you say. I'm following you on this one. Alright. So Mark Sr. is waiting by the, uh, still in that lobby area as I you also, guys come back Yeah, out. I also want to say to Ray, um... You guys are probably having this conversation, like, on the stairs, yeah. walk, like, walking up slowly. What can we even, like... Is it even his fault? Well, it's for a court of law to prove... They're not gonna want. They're not gonna want to convict them. I don't know if we can hold them here. I could probably put them on house arrest. I'm not exactly sure what the protocol says for this one, but the DA is gonna want to look at this one and evaluate whether he wants to prosecute this or not. So I say we just put them on house house arrest, give them a slap on the wrist for now. Yeah, that's about all we can do. From the looks of his dad <laughs> making his kids sneak out just to get a couple drinks in, I'm thinking it's a strict enough household where that'll that'll shake him enough. All right, let's see what we can do. 
walk over to Dad. Yep. All right, he's in here. Start walking with him. Mm-hmm. Let him in. Door opens, and Mark immediately like looks up, sees his dad, and doesn't look like scared, like he's in trouble. Like he looks relieved to see his father. Uh, the dad sits up and doesn't say anything to him. Does he seem angry or upset? The dad? Or, yeah. He seems concerned. Roll human intelligence. 70 on 60. I mean, you can try and guess. You know that this is his only son, and you know that he heard he got in a bar fight, and the first thing that he asked was, is he okay? Yeah. So. I guess we just sit down. All right. Um... There's no easy way to say this, uh, but victim passed away. No longer with us. I said that to Mark. He looks like his eyes kind of wash over. He just kind of stares at the table. His dad looks more composed, but not panicked, Mm. but super, super concerned. What does this mean for Mark? Don't panic on it. Um, I just need you guys to answer a couple questions, especially you, Mark. Um, I need you to be completely honest. You weren't completely honest when we were sitting on the sidewalk. I need you to be completely honest with me so we can help you here. Where did you punch Bobby? Well, how exactly did it go down? Just this long, drawn silence. And then he looks up. What? What? He's dead. Looks back at the table. I... Walked up to him. I said some things. He stood up. He pushed me. And I punched him in the chest. And it wasn't hard. I wasn't trying to hurt him. And then he gets quiet again, looks back at the table. Okay. I wasn't trying to kill him. I believe you. Look, he had underlying health issues. It's not... It really isn't your fault, Mark. He had basically black lungs. You punched him in the wrong place at the wrong time. You're young. What happens to you isn't my decision. It's not Ray's decision either, but... Just telling you the facts. Is there anything else you can tell me? Did you ever have a relationship with Bobby or anything? No, no. No, I didn't even know him. I look at his dad. Anything? Dad shakes his head. Mark, you uh, you and your buddies, you like you like drinking on the weekends? Hey, no shame. Who cares if you're 16? I did it when I was 14. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. So uh, it's just something to something to do. Is the Calvary Club your spot? No, that was the first time I've been there. How'd you guys get put onto that? Somebody said that the bartender doesn't look too hard at fake IDs. 
Who told you that? Some kid at school. I don't. I don't remember. Someone said that someone said it. Do he's, a lot of kids from school go to this bar? Looks like he's trying hard to think and process what you're saying, and mm. it looks like he's working on a train of thought and then kind of phases out and then comes back in. Mm. And... What? I get up and leave. I'm just like sitting in there, just like. Does he really look shook to me? Roll human intelligence. Fucking 96. He looks like a scared kid. <sighs> Who just found out that he killed Dad's somebody. not concerned? Like, he doesn't. Dad like, is concerned. He's not asking me questions. But he seems like. The dad right now seems like he is just. Like, when you say something, he looks at you. When Mark says something, he looks at Mark. Okay. Just kind of like waiting for this, like, process to go through. Yeah. Um, when I leave the room, um,. Just knowing, I don't know, police procedure, am I able to go um, get some type of form somewhere to, like, commence, like, a house arrest type of deal? Yeah, I mean, that would just be going through the process of talking to the lieutenant and being like, here's kind of how we want to proceed. And then he has to check with the district attorney if, like, that's Okay, about so it's more one. than... Right. Yeah. I mean, since he's a minor, it is your call right now whether or not you want to detain him. Basically, all you can do is either keep him here or let him go. And if you let him go, then you can put something on him later. But right here, right now, it's... Is he spending the night? Is he staying detained? Or is he going home? I think Jerry wants to let him go. It's, yes, I, so I want to go to the lieutenant as I walk out. Mm-hmm. And besides conversation, I, I want to tell him I think we should put him on house arrest. Long story short. Okay. And the uh, and lieutenant says... Yeah, I mean, that... Uh, that goes with uh, pretty much what the DA was saying. You know, I mean, house arrest, I don't know how much we can get that going, but <sighs> just keeping an eye on him. Maybe juvenile probation, something like that. Yeah, we'll be calling him back in soon. I don't want to charge him. I think he's just getting caught up in the wrong shit, but something's up there. He's not spilling the beans, I can tell. We'll keep the case open for a little bit. Keep an eye on him, too. All right. Have an es- uh, officer escort him home now, or do you want to... We'll wait till uh, Detective Flores is done in there with him, and then I'll uh, brief his dad. They can get going. Okay. Detective Flores, anything else that you want to uh, ask um, Mark Sr. here, or Mark Jr.? Where'd your friends go? Once he, uh, once that guy hit the ground, we all tried to run, but the, uh, the bartender grabbed me to make sure that I stayed here stayed at the bar hmm. I look at dad you know that he's going out to bars no I did not I guess it's on me to try and keep an eye on him like this I, I didn't think that and then he realizes that he's talking to you and then he looks at Mark I didn't think that you were the type of kid to do something like this alright I raised you better than this what the fuck are you doing sneaking out at night and Mark is just completely mm-hmm. silent I'm just gonna say uh, I'm gonna try to get you out of here and let me go talk to my partner I'm just gonna get out of there as you're walking out like you can hear like uh, the father 
talking more to the son and like trying to yeah. get him to say like why he went out and yeah, you know yeah. why do you feel like you had to do this you know that kind of stuff you make your way out and uh detective hoyt is out there as well what do you want to do well, i gotta start the paperwork right here we're gonna let him go slap on the wrist you know just well slap for now but he's gonna be on house arrest for a little bit okay you know, my name's gonna be a little familiar in their household Hopefully yours as well. We'll bring him back in for some questioning. Mm-hmm. He'll spill the beans sooner or later once he calms down. You think there's something else? Absolutely. What's got you thinking that? Is it about the bartender? The bartender held him. Why would you know what I mean? He held him for us. I don't think he's got nothing to do with it. The uh, kid. He's just uh, he just got caught up in this madness. But there's a reason. Newton serving underage kids. He that's that's a quick buck he's he's got to make. But to to be down on your luck and just doing that for a couple extra bucks, just something seems fishy. Ah, it's the seventies, man. <laughs> Everyone's drinking. Yeah, you know he he's trying to make a couple bucks. You know, I don't know. Well, I got some information on uh on our victim. His place of residence. We'll see if he's got anything about him. Yeah, let's go check that out. You never know who uh, who could be lured into the wrong place at the the right time. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, I'm gonna go uh go in there, get uh get Mark and Mark on out of here. All right, let's get this kid out of the interrogation room. Looks like he's gonna shit himself. <laughs> Bet your ass. So you guys go through the motions of basically letting Mark loose, cutting him loose, explaining the whole situation to his father, and like here's how we're gonna proceed probably going to be some sort of house arrest type situation for him um and getting an officer to to essentially escort him home Mm -hmm. um before they leave i want to pull mark senior aside Mm -hmm. i want to say to him um listen you seem like you got a pretty tight rein on your kid and uh i'm no parent myself but the tightest leash always makes for the most rebellious kids if i've learned anything from being a cop in the suburbs maybe uh let your kids drink at uh at your house half him half his boys over once in a while rather than let loose on the town killing someone all right <laughs> killing he, someone just like he, he, he acknowledges what you say without consenting mm-hmm. or condemning he acknowledges it and then they make their way out with an officer escorting them so before we get to whatever you guys are going to do next, whether it's going to uh, the victim's house. We'll jump back to our other friends. Corner drives off. <clears throat> Instructions are given to Officer Gaines. Where are you guys heading? I'm just driving. Uh, I presume back to the station. I think the first place to start is going through any missing kids. Fit our description. Fit the area. But between you and me, I'm not going to knock on the doors of every parent and give them some kind of hope or end to their suffering without finding something. Maybe go around. Last place the kid was seen. Around the river. Around the lake. Something that makes sense. Some mm-hmm. kind of connection. Yeah, I'm right there with you. Uh, how about we go back right to the station. Put our heads in some books. See if we can figure anything out about any missing kids, boys. So, how you feeling about this? Sort of lean to you, my pack of smokes. 
With one. One popping out. Slide it out. Just smoke one. Right arm out the window. Same with me. Left arm out the window. <laughs> <laughs> out my window. Put your right arm out. Yeah. <clears throat> Street lights. Silent car ride. Street lights zipping by. Dispatch radio's quiet. Regular radio's probably quiet too. Just the wind kind of coming in. With two cases, questionable ends. That is where we're going to pick up the next session. Noise. Oh, man. God damn. Were electric cells common? Thanks for listening to this episode of LFVCU, a Nasty Table production. <laughs>